Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Last week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. I love how we're starting the new book and all we're talking about is what new characters are going to be. <laughs> yeah, we're, so, <laughs> we're already so convinced of our own defeat. We haven't even seen what really what's happening here yet. Hedging our bets early. After narrowly avoiding a ballista attack. I think we're going to need to reinvestigate our tactics. Right, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. The heroes escaped to the cathedral. Zoom. You find yourselves in Minderhall's Cathedral. It's been a while. Things are different. Where glimmers of a possible future. Half a dozen stone giants, they're teaching humans how to use tools that are much too large for them. There's like a lot of sharing of ideas going back and forth. Humans talking to a giant, the giant is like bending down to listen. (laughs) Reminded them what they're fighting for. Baron, from here on out, it's not about me about the principles we stand for. The adventure continues. I was just thinking about, like, what if you do lose? Like, that is a real bummer. <laughs> no. I just ate a pack of Starburst in 90 seconds. <laughs> and that included unwrapping each piece. <laughs> it was really it was really something. It was something to, to behold. I don't know why I did it so fast. I saw the package of Starburst, like fully wrapped. I looked away. I had a quick conversation with the rest of you. And I looked back and there, all, only the wreckage remains. Yeah. It looks like I got in a fight yeah. with a pack of Starburst. Yeah. You were winded. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just uh, the Starburst I like to, won the fight. Yeah. <laughs> In the end, the Starburst always wins. I like to pick two flavors, mix them together, and just let them slowly dissolve in my mouth. But in this case, I just inhaled them and only did that on the last two. You ate them like you would eat like popcorn. Yeah, you know I, know. I, mean? like, <laughs> I don't know how y'all eat those things. Oh, I think I they're know. gross. I just wanted some candy. We got a couple sweet tooths around here. Sweet teeth. But they're like corn syrup and candle wax. I don't yeah. know how people eat those things. <laughs> they're so good. Well, <laughs> the corn syrup <laughs> is what makes the candle wax edible. It really goes down smooth. Don't forget all the fake flavorings. Good. Oh, yeah. It's true. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't even have got these, but Grant was like, hey, going, to the, going down to the deli, you guys want anything? And Matthew's like, uh, every candy they have. And I'm like, well, I want every candy they have. Um, you know what? Just give me some Starburst. And Joe was in the bathroom, so he didn't get anything. I didn't get anything. <laughs> I came out. Matt, Matt was like, we talked about it for like three minutes. And I was like, was it the three minutes I was in the bathroom? Seems like it. <laughs> yeah. Enough. Uh, yeah. Matthew. I gave Joe half of my package of Sour Patch Kids. Yes, true. And so now, like all of you, I also have COVID. 
<laughs> did, did you sanitize I, the, I each individual <laughs> each individual child? Each individual ch- sour child. Sour child. <laughs> we only have less sour and a little bit bleach. <laughs> I always delouse children before I eat them. <laughs> um, I, I was handed a Clorox wipe by Matthew to clean off my packages, and uh, afterwards I opened them, and I was so excited to eat mango flavored sour straws, which is a new invention in my world. Ooh. They're delicious, uh, but I opened it. And I was so excited to eat them. I put them in my mouth, and the package got into my mouth with the clock. Oh, no. oh man! And I was like, "All right, wait, one, two. And I like spit a little bit on the side. I'm like, okay, I can eat it now. I have wow. swallow bleach or Clorox or whatever. Yeah, you definitely don't want to swallow, swallow that. Well, I liked my Starburst. I just, I, I wish I had another pack. But I'd probably do the same thing. <laughs> just eat them like peanuts. Yeah, I don't know. I was hungry. I had a real bad stomach ache, and this made it go away. <laughs> What's so your top Starburst flavor? Uh, Jerry, come on. What? Yeah. Correct. What do you like? Orange? Pink. What is pink. it? Watermelon? Pink. Cherry, orange, and pink are the best flavors. <laughs> yes. Orange Sorry. is the worst flavor. Orange is yeah. the worst. Orange is no. clearly the pink worst. Pink is yep. obviously yep. the best. Lemon is the worst. Yellow is no, the worst. I no, love right. yellow. Way I better than orange. Lemon. My final uh, twosome was a lemon cherry mix-up, which Ooh. I highly recommend. See, now that's like that water ice. That's what you want. Water water ice. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. The lemon cherry water, water ice. ice mix. Oh, it's just great, even when it's mispronounced like that. Um, <laughs> lemon and cherry. Uh, you know, you could even make orange decent if you mix it with the right flavor, but you don't want an orange by itself, Grant. Come on. I I love an orange by itself. Well, from now on, we know we can give Grant all. You of know our what? Yeah, starbursts. you're welcome to all the orange starbursts. The tables have turned because growing up, my mother only liked the yellow starburst. So when she'd like take me to Seven Eleven or whatever to get a Slurpee and a star a starburst, she'd always eat them all, and it was a wonderful bonding experience. And now I get to be your mother. Well, you know what? The whole like us not being in the office it was really a good thing in the long run because you guys are so into this stuff, these sweets, especially sour sweets, that you would consistently come to recordings like trying to out candy each other, Matthew and Grant, and they would share with each other, like, look what I found, bro. (laughs) Got this in the black market. (laughs) You can only get this in Japan, like these weird candies. Made of a rare mango. Right. They would go back and forth, and then they were like, well, look, we can't keep running the deli between episodes, slowing down our efficiency, so let's get a five-pound bag of Sour Patch kids and keep them in the cabinet and then i would be you. here during the days just like doing stuff and i'd be like hey, i'm gonna go eat 60 uh, sour patch kids like, in like, the middle of the afternoon we were all consistent <laughs> eating two pounds of starbucks yeah, it really was we got the, out of here. do you remember our at, our at the live shows in our green rooms we'd have like oh. we'd get like five pound bags oh, yeah. of starburst yeah. excuse oh me God. Starburst star kids, kids are our, our writer yeah sour patch kids were <laughs> the m&ms, M&Ms. If i said after the show I'd be like where are those m&ms oh, oh. they're a great post-show snack of them in one bite yeah there was so good there was a string of weeks in which i brought a different esoteric flavor of m&ms just like really difficult weird to find like i brought jalapeno yep. m&ms one those, week. those are fun those are really good and then like all the candies i brought back from japan oh and then gin oh that was that great gin was so good i don't remember the gin i think you drank it in one sitting I, mostly, <laughs> I, do, I do i do remember those candies that you brought from japan and i was so excited those wasabi kit kats oh yeah right? oh those are good yeah those are great. and the sake kit kats if you do one after the other let me tell you that's my Ooh, lemon wait. cherry mix in the mouth i didn't have a sake. i didn't oh, either i may have kept you must them have them gave them to your other podcast group <laughs> what did you say what did you say you gave them to that podcast group you moonlight with 
Um, yeah, I'm not a big candy guy, but when it's around, I can't stop eating it. I mostly eat it around you guys. Oh, don't blame us. You're the worst culprit. Yeah, of all. man. I used to. I you know there you're was, an enabler. Yeah, I'm just. I just want candy. <laughs> I want candy. That song's about you. <laughs> I want candy. Um, well, now, yeah, I'm sad that I don't have any, but it'll be fun when I crash in 20 minutes. <laughs> Oh, it's good for that good sustained energy that you need for the long run. <laughs> right. for, uh, Marathon runners episode, eat yeah. a pack of Starburst before the run, I think. Yep. And, and getting uh, into what we discovered last week about this caldera and what's inside of it, it doesn't mm. sound like you need to be that on top of your no. game. No. Yeah. It doesn't sound unbelievably complicated. <laughs> yeah. No, totally routine. Nothing new. I heard you guys hatching some plans to get in while I plans, was in baby. the restroom. I despise hatching plans in front of a GM. I know. I, I know. hate it so much. I'm I like, I'm, I want to just look at him and be like, can we have the room? <laughs> you know, because yeah. it's just so, you feel so pathetic. You're like, yeah. oh, whatever we say, he can just undo any of it. Yeah. And even if he's not going to do that, which he probably wouldn't, if we are completely off base, he's just like having a great time in his head. <laughs> Uh, with what idiots we are. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I constantly feel judged when I'm hatching plans in front of a GM. Yeah. Well, there was a time when I would let you hatch the plan and still do what I wanted to do just because it was too complicated to go along with your plan. <laughs> I've done that before. Yeah, yeah I remember. Yeah. A lot of times. I'm like, oh, I don't like that plan. No, you can't do it. There's a, the magical fields around in the castle. No, that's in the book. Um, Let's talk. Let's talk a little bit here. Obviously, you're still in Minderhall's uh, cathedral, and by you, I mean Nestor. But uh, meanwhile, a little cut scene. We'll have Metra, Baron, and Dalgrith head cut over to scene. Skelt to do some shopping. Of course, after a um, teleportation D100 roll. Of course. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> you end up at Skelt. Fifty-three. Oh, you're just fine. Just a matter of time. <laughs> we pop up in that same hotel room. <laughs> An older man covers his top and his towel falls. <laughs> I covered the wrong part. Don't look. All right. What do you think of it? I think they're probably they're probably like giving ghost tours of this room by right. now. Some say that if you listen real close and you're very quiet, they'll suddenly appear before you and give you treats. <laughs> And you guys appear. Yeah. Where are the treats? <laughs> Starburst. <laughs> There's some Starburst wrappers. <laughs> oh, oh wow. Wow. There they are. They're all gone. <laughs> They're inside of me. <laughs> I hope you guys appear right in front of the tour group. <laughs> Boom, you appear in front of the tour group. <laughs> They're so excited. <laughs> oh, oh, the legends are true. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this hotel is making bad yeah. <laughs> right now, selling selling this room out. Yeah, it's uh, like those haunted hotels. If only it were Halloween. I know. Oh, it, oh, yeah. <laughs> you walk downstairs in the lobby, people are like, oh my God, God. <laughs> <laughs> They got a new outdoor patio they built outside. Uh, they're just flush with cash from all Dude. the people who come to see. Psyched to have that plus one human bane halberd just start cutting them down. <laughs> Go away! <laughs> I gotta get to the market. Can you change the bane on a weapon? No. 
No, yeah, that's, so lame. That's yeah, what, what the hell are you gonna do with the human bane? I know. <laughs> yeah, why are they giving us a human bane halberd? Oh, I know. Like, it's like we're gonna sell it. Like, like if you're like a paladin, right? You can't sell the item because it's it's just like weapons dealing. Like whoever you sell it yeah. to is gonna sell it to a different villain, <laughs> right? Right. It's just going to perpetrate harm Thank on humans. You, paladin, I promise I'll sell this to. Someone who won't use it, right? Right. Only against the uh, bad guys. Yeah. I'll sell to collectors. I only sell to collectors, <laughs> like George the Fourth. <laughs> Whoever, whoever's going to buy it is just going to drink too much at a party one night and be like, "Hey, hey, I want to show you something secret. Come here, come here." You're going to open up a closet and all these weird. Exotic animal skins are gonna fall out, and then underneath it all will be the human bane. Yeah. Um, if you ever wanted to go on an ungodly killing spree, this would be a weapon. The deadly escape. <laughs> what do you want to buy? I'm sure you all have shopping lists. Uh, Nestor gave you his before you left. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about what you want to buy. You know, be honest and don't. But like, come on, keep it moving. Uh, all right, I'm just going to plow through because. Uh, all right, so let's go with the. Do you have the master list here? Yeah, I do. Because uh, w- a lot of it we're we're banking on um, having to not leave and just trying to disaster prep as mm-hmm. much as possible. So uh, here's top of the list: three wands of cure light wounds, a wand of lesser restoration, classic, uh, twenty five charges, four scrolls of remove, remove paralysis, one scroll. Of break enchantment, hmm. two scrolls of remove curse, uh, and then here's some little fun buff uh, kind of stuff: wand of flame arrow, hmm. wand of spider climb communal, and then that was pretty much it for group items. And everything else was like individual things okay. that people wanted. And did you determine who was carrying those items? Yes. Yeah. There, it's a split between Baron and mm-hmm. Metra in almost all cases. So these these spells either appear on the Sorcerer spell list or the Inquisitor spell list. Okay. And we have three scrolls of remove disease. Cool. And three scrolls of uh, the, the the ones we picked up from earlier. Yeah, they were from the dais. Three invisibility purge, three cure serious, three delay poison, nine cure moderate, and right. six stone shape arena. Those are from interesting. The, uh, temple priests. Yeah, and interesting that those nine cure mods are all in scroll form. It basically mm-hmm. means that like they're not really going to be used in combat. Like you're not, it's right. not like drinking a potion. So like Baron has to cast it, and it'll probably end up being an out of combat situation. Yeah. But, you know, great to have them. We're not going to tear them up. Yeah, it'll come in handy. I I joked to you guys when you were making your lists up of what you wanted to buy. Like, make sure you assign them to a person. Because there'll always be times like, uh, oh, I'm poisoned. uh, We have a potion to delay poison, right? And uh, be like, yeah, but who has it? And you're like, well, well, I would have it. The guy that's poisoned. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you think you would. (laughs) Uh, So that's good that you assigned it. And then talk about personal shopping. Uh, I'll I'll start because I'm pretty boring. I just I really wanted to upgrade uh, my AC and uh, weapons. So I, I, there was one particular wondrous item I thought about, but then I, I ended up scrapping it in favor of a arming myself for dragons. So I got myself a plus one dragon bane dagger, hmm. uh, just because I thought just in case I have to latch onto a dragon and try to do some damage. 
And then uh, I sold off my armor uh, that I had, which had some fun properties in it, which I thought were fun, um, expeditious, and phantasmal. But the phantasmal I don't think is going to work so much anymore when I'm on uh, creatures. And expeditious is a plus 10. I can't remember what kind of bonus. I think it's enhancement bonus to speed. Turns out that does not stack with boots of haste, which give you uh, oh. plus ten bonus to your speed. Oh. And so I was like, you know, I'm not getting as much out of this as I want. So I went, went with pure numbers, and I sold it, and I just got a plus four set of leather armor. Oh wow! So okay. just sheer numbers, because now I'm starting to get comfortable. Where I think that I could get onto a giant and dodge some hits mm-hmm. if I'm on them. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's it. Dagger and uh, and a, and a, a dagger and some armor for me. Who next? I can go. Metro got one th- one item. Let's say the cost first. It is a twenty six thousand gold. <laughs> <laughs> I too am a little bit worried about dragons, in particular dragons that can go invisible. Um, so I got a spectral shroud. Ooh. This sounds pretty nasty. This thin bleach cloth covers the wearer's entire torso. The morbid burial shroud grants the wearer some affinity with the spectral dead. And it seems so great with Metro, but like trying to connect with Della and also kind of mm-hmm. being of this plane and the others. Being a weirdo. Uh, yeah. The wearer can discern invisible or ethereal creatures as though using this, uh, as though using sea invisibility. And then once per day, the wearer can become incorporeal for 10 rounds and gain a fly speed equal to half his base speed with perfect maneuverability. That's pretty cool. You just have auto-see invisibility now. And you and I went back and forth about this. Like, do you need to utter a command word? And it seems like you don't. You just have it because you're wearing it. Um, Awesome. Very, very cool. I'm sure that won't come in handy at all (laughs) in book six. Um, Who's next? Uh, well, I got, well, it's now is as good a time as any to reveal that I fucked up really badly <laughs> recently. And I don't know how many times I did but before it didn't come up a lot. But I completely forgot that you, when you have range sneak attack, it only functions if you're within 30 feet of the target. And there are feats and stuff that can move it out like a little bit, like 10 feet, but I don't have any of those. So, and I was, we were working at range and invisible in that whole big boss fight against King Titarian. And I was dealing out lots of sneak attack damage and none of that should have gone through. So I went ahead and bought for 20,000 gold, I bought sniper goggles. Oh, nice. uh, Which will allow me to do range sneak attack damage at any distance. So that is very exciting and will retroactively... Uh, absolved me from cheating <laughs> and then uh, sort of and then I got uh, also I got a, a special arrow uh, which mm. will be revealed in time one who shall remain nameless one special, one special arrow. arrow we all and, know how that last special arrow went <laughs> right and and then I got an and then I got a wand of gravity bow uh, oh what is that so that is a spell which will it's a first level spell that when cast will allow me to treat my bow as if it were one size category larger for damage purposes. Whoa. And what type of damage were you doing already? So it's base 1d8. So it would go from 1d8 to 2d6 damage per shot. That's that's very cool. So I would have to take, when planning on leveling up fairly soon, I would 
take just a bunch of ranks of you use magic device so that I would have a chance of using it. But but yeah. So oh, that's have, interesting. Okay, and yeah. you'd have to do it in combat uh, or right before. Well, less than minutes. So less than minutes. Okay, a little, yeah, so you might be bit fine. Of, uh, yeah. That's very cool. Um, I said well, we all know what happened in the last arrow. It wasn't an arrow. It was a bullet. Right. Oh, oh God! <laughs> oh, Never. I totally God. forgot. I'm sorry, I brought it up. I totally <laughs> forgot. Oh, yeah. God damn it, Baron. What'd you get, buddy? Uh, Baron got a kind of a bunch of stuff. One of the things he grabbed off of the list that Joe, uh, my good buddy Joe, pointed out to me was the plus one mithril buckler. Rocking one of those now, kind of on his offhand, keeps his hand free except for like reloading and stuff. So. I think that's what Captain Hagen was wearing. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, also upgraded. Uh, well, first off, he made a flavor holster. He made a uh, Danny Glover and Lethal Weapon kind of uh, uh, Murtaugh uh, uh, leather shoulder thing that like detectives wear under their suits in the 80s and 90s movies so yeah. he has like one pistol on each side oh that's fun. oh awesome <laughs> and uh double he, shoulder holster exactly uh and he uh also upgraded his amulet of natural armor plus one to a amulet of natural armor plus three and uh picked up we had in the past i know we picked it up probably in book two but i don't have it on my sheet so i decided to keep myself honest uh boots of springing and striding which will give me 10 feet uh extra distance which is pretty big yeah for sure yeah. um so yeah constant so you're at 30 feet now constant? yes 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 oh, do they give you any any jumping bonuses too or anything or? it does that's uh, i guess the springing part of it the striding part of it is 10 feet land speed and uh, it's an enhancement bonus. Uh, great leaps. Jump with a plus five competence bonus on acrobatics checks. And my acrobatics is pretty dope. Hmm. Uh, so I don't have a really good climb skill with my strength where it is, but I can jump up really high. And if there's a good enough foothold, I can kind of hold on for dear life. Pretty sweet. Good haul. Oh, and a uh, 1,000 gold. Well, actually, technically 9,996 gold has been used to craft 166 alchemical cartridges. Oh, oh yeah. Mark it down, everybody. Mark it down. Mark uh, it down, all you counters. <laughs> so you can craft up to 1,000 uh, worth of, well, at your reduced cost with gunsmithing, but you can craft up to $1,000 worth of that in ammunition per day. So I spent one of those days just kind of crafting away. And Very I missed nice. one. I missed one uh, as well for Dogrith. I forgot because it was one on the lower cost <gasps> end, but a, a wondrous item nonetheless. And this came from a good buddy Grant who helped me out. Um, gloves of reconnaissance. <laughs> I had a glo- I had a hand slot open, so Dogrith will be wearing these gloves, these magical gloves that uh, allow him to. Once per day, uh, he can place his hands on stone. And see clear through anything less than five feet thick. Hmm. You just see through the wall. How interesting! Uh, once per day. That's yeah. cool. Okay, we'll see uh, if if it comes up. Um. All right. So you do your shopping in Skelt. You come back to Minderhall's uh, <clears throat> Cathedral. Uh, Nestor, even though I had you meet that stone giant on day three, I'm still going to have it happen in five days. Okay. It's more for dramatic effect. Uh, so on the fifth day. Or, excuse me, on the beginning of the sixth day, if you don't have any other business, you can head back. I don't know if there's anything else you want to do that's going to take some time. I just want to play out my montage. you got to do it like this. <laughs> so we also got to hope we find a dead fire giant so we can uh, 
bathe so yeah. the hammer in its blood. Well, Titarian's body is still fresh. Oh, well, oh. it's five days old. No. Um, but blood's still blood's still there. There's blood all over the place. Um. So all right. So yeah, I'm I don't, I'm I'm good to go. Should we just hop back to the uh, the oracle's yeah. room? We doing it? I feel, <laughs> I feel great. I feel wonderful. <laughs> we need to leave uh, from <clears throat> a tip. I got to roll one more time to get back to Minderhall's Cathedral. Well, what is he saying? Once we go? get there, we got to cast uh, stone shape on some of us before we leave, straight from the forge. Eighty-one. Eighty-one. Okay. Stone shape. But before stone you go, skin. I'm sorry. You want to do forge stuff? Is what you're saying? Yeah, quick use of there are 10 charges per day in the forge. I would like to expend three of them to put uh, stone skin on uh, myself and whoever else wants it. There are well, other abilities as well. Right, and what's the time on that? And don't didn't we decide that you have to have gold for that? Oh, if we, casting, the forge has like 10 charges, which renew at the beginning of each day. Creature can expend the number of charges to activate one of the spell following spell-like abilities as a full round action, which can affect all targets within 10 feet of the forge. So... Five charges can make you all go stone to flesh. You don't want that. Uh, five charges can give you all iron body. Three charges can give you stone skin. Three for stone shape. Three for major creation. Three for fabricate. One for make whole magic weapon and bull strength. You have ten charges. I don't see anything in here about having to pay for it. Oh, okay. Do you remember having to pay for this? Well, stone skin costs the the, the components are two hundred and fifty gold, and I remember when we did this before, uh, you know, like on the boards, they were like, you have to pay two hundred fifty gold for every one of those castings. You realize that? Hmm. Um, so I don't know if the forge just magically lets you bypass the components of a spell. Yeah, it's one of those uh, things that doesn't say, but it do, it might not say just because you're expected to know that you have to pay for it. Uh, well, we we know, do have we do have forge. surplus from our shopping spree, even though we all get amazing things. Uh, so I'm sure if it's really just 250, if that if that number is correct, we could just take that out of what we have left. Do you want to just all get stone skin before you go? Yeah. How much? How much do we get? So three of us can get it. Mm-hmm. So who doesn't get it? And it lasts 10 minutes per level. Metro, I obviously. Can't remember the level of this thing, but you do have uh, mirror image. Oh, it's 20. It's caster level 20, so it lasts for. 200 minutes. 200 minutes. My AC is literally half yours. Right. You, you do have a one in nine chance of being hit anytime. If I roll max. If yeah, you're never around, you're never around enemies. You can always get out. Remember you said this. <laughs> we can give you bull strength. No, that's all right. <laughs> we can make you whole with one charge. Will you stop complaining if we make you whole? I'm not complaining. Just when I die, who's going to teleport you out of the mountain? All right. You want to roll off for it? All right. Stone skin roll off. Stone, Stone skin roll off. off. <laughs> all right. Let's make it fair. Let's have everyone who's going to. No, all four rolled. Whoever gets lowest <laughs> oh, doesn't get stone skin. Oh, remember this moment. This is brutal. Uh, remember, it's because of Matthew. Oh, 16. 18. Oh, 16. Oh, oh skid. Come, I'll come down oh, to you. Uh, come on, beat him. 10. Sorry, Skid. Oh. That's okay. That's all right. Skid's going to remember this, Matthew. No, no, that's all right. It's going to try to be staying away from it's like if I. It doesn't matter. Like if I'm close enough, I'm going to probably get hit anyway. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nestor should take it. Yeah, there you go, Matthew. Oh, remember is. this moment when you get trapped in the in the in the caldera. <laughs> yeah, I know. And the scorpion eats you all. Uh, all right. So eighty-one is enough to get you boom, back into the. Oracle's chamber. And now we've got two hundo minutes, so like we gotta go, 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 go. This is an assault. 
Do you want to walk back in the throne room and bathe that now small yes. hammer or medium sized hammer in the blood of King Titarian? Hundo percent. Uh, I will not be doing it though. Um, I will just receive the hammer when you're done. <laughs> yeah, just well, hand it to me when, me you're, when done. you're done. What, what are we talking? Is it going to shift alignment? Baron's listed as lawful neutral. What? I don't understand what you're talking about. Didn't Farron say it was like a really unholy thing? No, it's an unholy, it's, unholy weapon. It's all flavor, man. Come on. Yeah. I don't know. Nothing's nothing's flavor. So it's an evil aligned weapon. All she said was, "This just seems like an unholy practice." Right. You're fine. Stop, don't overthink it. <laughs> Can I do a religion check to see if it Don't would... listen to him that deeply. <laughs> I'm going to. Can I do a religion check? Yes. He just says whatever he feels like. Uh, <laughs> tw- well, no, hold on. What is my religion? Let me predict what Troy's going to 28. You get the feeling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> you get the feeling that <laughs> this hammer... <laughs> I mean, you want, you killed these people. It's one thing to kill them. It's another thing to bathe in their bathe weapons in their blood. Is is does that make you any better than them? That's right. what they did to the paladin that they killed, or the ca- cavalier, or whatever warrior it was. Um, so <clears throat> it's a question of do two wrongs make a right? I guess in one form, in a simplest form. It's, it's up also to you. it's something Baron said, which is that as an inqu- inquisitor's flavor wise, are uh, supposed to use the magics and powers of the enemies against them. Um, so I think it makes sense and I'm lawful neutral. Um, I do things for the benefit of the greater good rather than for the most, uh, lawful good action usually. So I guess I'll do it then. You bathe the hammer in the blood, Titarian. I shouldn't have done it. And all of a sudden its brittleness starts to fade away, maybe chip a little bit and fall off. And underneath is this beautiful hammer glowing with strong, strong magical energy, perhaps the strongest energy you've ever felt outside of the Forge of Minderhall. This is a minor artifact known as the Hammer of Thunderbolts. And remember, if you're wielding it with a belt of giant strength, because you now know what it does. If you didn't know, even if you had the belt, you wouldn't be able to turn it into a plus five. Uh, because you know, it is a plus five giant bane returning thundering warhammer oh my god i remember the returning i forgot the giant pain everyone forgets the giant pain everyone forgets the giant pain and i I, you can't use this type of weapon dalgrith that is correct all right bearing hand so baron will carry it puts it on his belt yep to never hang there ever ever be used once in a single round i can dual wield now bro pistol in one hand hammer in the other come at me giant don't forget your buckler Oh, but yeah, but that's just you know on the outside of my arm. Buckler. Yeah, and if you're attacking, don't forget you're going to forget this. Mm-hmm. You lose that AC bonus from the buckler as long as you're wielding something in the buckler in hand. that hand. Yeah. So if you have a gun in that hand. If you have anything, it's on my offhand. The buckler. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you two wheel two hand. Or if something. you cast a spell with it, you right. used the hand. Uh, is that true? I don't know. Yeah, I think you made that part up. <laughs> don't confuse. I think it might be right though. Um, yeah. So you, if it's a plus two buckler. What is it giving you for an AC bonus? Just uh, two or no? Plus, yeah, two. Okay. The buckler, the regular buckler doesn't give you anything? Uh, I think my AC just went up by two. Let me turn it on and off on my labs. Uh, so, uh, armor. Uh, you can I, cast a spell with somatic components using your shield arm, but you lose the buckler's armor class bonus. Boom! 
Boom! Oh, Brian! Don't mess with me, man! <laughs> you can't make a shield bash with a buckler. Yeah, the plus one mithril gives me uh, uh, an additional two to my AC total. I just love the idea of you standing toe-to-toe with a giant with a gun in one hand and being like, I think I'm going to shield bash this round. <laughs> It would be cool. I, I picture it having like a point on the end of it, and I'd love to like jam it in an uh, eye of a giant, like right as he grabs me. <laughs> Just everybody work together to remember when Baron wields something in that hand to take two away from his AC. You go back to the fork in the tunnels. One leads up to the Oracle's chamber, one leads down to the crater. The crater. We go to the crater. You go. We go fast, like fast. It's been like 194 minutes. <laughs> such a Time is of the essence. Uh, all right, so you bust ass down the... Is that a phrase? Bust ass? Yeah. I bust ass to get down there. Sure. <laughs> Not in that context. Bust ass. I think it reminds me a lot of rip ass, which is when you fart. Yeah, no, that would be... Right now is not the time nor place to do that. They would hear you outside. <laughs> um, what was that? Uh, so you haul ass. Oh, there it is. After busting it, you haul it. You haul its carcass down the tunnel hallway. And you are approaching the open hall. What do you do? So should we take a one of a, does this one of a stealthier... Actually, we're all pretty stealthy. But it was one, this one I just want to take a look to see if anything has changed. Yes. So, who should it be? What's your bonus metric? To oh, stealth? it should be uh, Nestor, probably. I have a plus 20 to stealth. I have a plus 23. Nestor? I have a very good stealth. I have a plus 26. All right. So, you're up. Uh, we'll stay back. 90 feet. Okay. 41. Okay. 41. So, you peek out, mm-hmm. walk up to the edge, and just look. It's all very quiet. Perhaps a little too quiet. Perhaps too quiet. (laughs) (laughs) There's the uh, castle. She's a real beaut. Two chains extending all the way to the ground. Three just loosely hanging. So in five days they did nothing. Everything looks quite the same. You're the worst. (laughs) You are the worst. (laughs) All right. <laughs> shall we go into shall we go into combat rounds? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Metro will do so we're gonna do mirror image, uh greater invisibility on dog riff. Anything else? Alright, so well let's start counting rounds now. Here we go. Let's roll for initiative. Any other spells to add? Well, greater yeah. invisibility. Greater invisibility. Okay. So two greater invisibilities. One on Nestor, one on Dalgrith. Yeah. Mirror image last minutes, right? Yep. And then you want to do dimension door. That's the idea. That's the idea. Yeah. Right. Troy, you said that we told you this plan uh, ahead of time, and you said that you were going to do some um, uh, triangulation. And- All right. So, but tell, tell, the, tell the audience, the listening audience, what your plan is. Matthew? We're going to dimension door ourselves onto the Right top- from the cave opening where we are now. Mm-hmm. To the top of the 2A... Seemingly an uh, unpopulated corner at the top of the tower. An unpopulated corner at the top of the tower. All right, so I said to you that the tower is 900 feet away. Uh, if you're measuring here with the tool, sometimes it'll say 1,000, sometimes it'll say 800. 
Um, that's why it's very temperamental. But it is 900 feet away. And crow flies. I have 960 feet of range on the dimension door. All right, so it's 80 feet up, but even invoking Pythagorean, that still is about a little over 900 feet. Um, that was exactly 900 feet away. But, who's Pythagorean? He has a theorem. <laughs> Pythagoras invoking... I, I Pythagorean theorist. I, con, I combined Pythagoras and theorem. Invoking Pythagorean. It's a lot easier to say. It's a lot faster. Time is money. Invoking Pythagorean. You, uh... How has no one thought of that yet? You think you probably could do it. And with Dimension Door, you just have to be in range. You don't even have to know... What the place looks like. You instantly transfer yourself from your current location to any other spot within range. You Mm. always arrive at exactly the spot desired, Mm. whether by simply visualizing the area or by stating direction. What if a spot doesn't exist? Well, I wouldn't visualize that spot. Right. Well, (laughs) it says if there's no free space within 100 feet, you and each creature traveling with you take an additional 2d6 points of damage and are shunted to a free space within 1,000 feet. Well, I ask you, what if there is no free space within 1,000 feet? That would mean that every every single square on the top of that roof was occupied by a creature. What if at the top of that roof is a hole that goes straight into the Earth's crater 5,000 feet below the surface of the earth. Well, then we can call up that other adventuring party to come out to come save us. I think there'd still be a, there'd still be a space on the side a thousand feet away that isn't in that hole. Uh, so no, I, no, that would that would be fun. if that were the case, we would just fall through the hole. You just keep falling. Yeah, it's not occupied. It's 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 the opposite of occupied. It's a hole. Yeah, but there's no free space. Well, anyways, it's not, there's no hole to the first crater. Uh, it's a cool plan, I think. I'm a fan of this plan. Yeah, uh, I mean, we realized that it's like going out there at all will probably be seen, even invisible. We did invisible and flying, and they picked us out right away. So why don't we just swarm on the tower first, cut off the alarm system, cut off the ballista, and or turn the ballista on the gargantuan, colossal, whatever it was, centipede hmm. with the riding giants. Okay. All possibilities, but first we got to get on that tower. All right, so your plan is to just blindly go up there. Show me on the tower where you would like to go, north, south, east, or west. Uh, where was the ballista? Right in the middle-ish. In the middle. Mm. We'll go... It's such a dumb question because it's, I mean, it's it's half the size of a penny, the the area he's telling us to where we want to land on. I don't know, somewhere on the half penny. (laughs) A hay penny? A hay penny? Somewhere on the hay penny? Let's say the northwest corner. <laughs> the northwest corner is your. Or let plan. me in my with my natural nineteen perception check, as I recall from last week. Did Ooh. I was there a, a part that looked less populated? No. Northwest corner. How do you envision in your mind? I envision it the way my perception check revealed it to be. Are there, <laughs> are there flowers? Are there trees? On the tower. It's what your, are we talking it's about? It's your vision. Oh, my God. It this, can be anything you want. Is this what happens when he sugar crashes? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he's sugar crashing right now. I need more. Quick. Get him another dose. Get him another dose. I'll take an orange now. <laughs> um, all right. Greater invisibility is rounds or minutes? Rounds. rounds. Okay. So, we'll, we'll, so it's the last thing you do, basically. Yeah. Well, but it's going to take well, second rounds. This is why I'm saying just roll initiative. Right. Then you can track the rounds. First round, greater invisibility. Second round, greater visibility. Third round, 
Dimension Door. So in round four, we're starting actual combat if there's people up there, and we've already used two rounds of Greater Wisdom. Okay, but who has less rounds? Uh, one of you will have one less round than the other. Fewer. Fewer. Sorry. <laughs> that's, that's like every other episode. I know. I always want to tell him to shut up, but he's right, and that's right. what makes I know. it so frustrating. We're never going to learn. My my wife is. This is like the. This is the thing that she gets. She always hears it all the time, more than me. I, and sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, less, and she'll correct me. Oh again. my god, it's even more condescending when you're nice about it. Oh yeah, yeah, less. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that was me making the mistake. Greg. Oh, uh, I see. Yes, fewer. I wish there were fewer of you right now. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That was not correct. Right. That was, you can't get mad at him. Uh, I, I wish there were fewer of you. I'm going to say that to everyone that ever oh, corrects man. me with that again. Nice, Grant. Wow, that's really yeah, good. Well, uh, oh, cool. I wish there were fewer of you. They'll be so proud of you. Uh, oh, man. That's Baron gross. is also going to cast Long Shot on himself, uh, which lasts minutes. Okay. Seven minutes. All right. So. Once again, who will have one fewer round? Dogrith. Dogrith have one fewer round. So just know how many rounds. So it's been two. You have one less than Nestor. So how many do you have left, Dogrith? I would have. I would have eleven <laughs> rounds left. Eleven when rounds we left. Get there. And he and Nestor would have 12. twelve. Yeah. Fewer. Right. Let's go to the uh, top of this tower. Ooh. Oh my! Let me give you a little flavor oh, text. Okay. Flavo. Oh dear. You get up there, and uh, a metal-shingled parapet fortifies the flat roof of the tower, which is fitted with a smoking copper chimney. You saw this chimney, Metro, while you were flying around like a goof. We don't transport to the spot with the chimney. You land I saw it. directly in the chimney, which goes to the center. Of the <laughs> it's a chimney for the center of the earth. Yeah. Yeah. And Tro- it has to come out somewhere. It has to breathe. Yes. In Troy's mind, the center of the earth is also 5,000 feet down. <laughs> it's more than 1,000. That's all I know. All I know is it's more than 1,000. Inside of this parapet, a ballista and catapult have been merged together in a marvel of siege engine technology and they're mounted on this rotating platform of circular rails which allows clear fields of fire in all directions so the ballista sits atop a 15 foot tall wooden turret right in the center of the tower's roof where the catapult is mounted on an elongated wheeled platform like a dolly kind of like it can roll along a pair of circular tracks on the roof meanwhile steam is puffing out of the siege engine as it is like turning and scanning the air wow steampunk very steampunky wow let's go to the map Oh, no. Because there are also amazing five creatures up there. Oh, Whoa, dude! Okay, five giant creatures. <laughs> ah, do they bleed blood that we can bathe in? Oh, oh there's lots. Oh. That's wow. 
It's like it's like a lazy oh. Susan for the ballista catapults. I'm trying think, to make out these. Yeah, they're art kind of giants. They're all new artwork. Yeah. Oh no, one they're little, unique. A little uh, Zumboni here. Yeah. Oh my god, one of the guys has a freakish arm that is so scary. Look at this dude. Oh, oh, oh what is he doing? <laughs> he's got ranged attacks. He looks like a zombie. He's, he's, he's got a crossbow. He does not give an f that he's up there. Look at his nonchalant stance. Yeah. Uh, He's like, hey guys. There are four <laughs> similar looking. I mean, they're all. They all seem to be the same type of giant, um, but they're all very different, and they are not giants that you have faced before. They tower over the size of a typical human, and its misshapen pale flesh oh. is covered in purulent sores and bulbous tumors. Gross. Wow. Let's look at the other one. This Undead or just sick? <laughs> it's very, very ill. It's very... <gasps> oh! Oh! oh, it's not his hand. It's like an... Oh, oh it's got like mallet. a... It's like, a big, like, meat tenderizer, it looks that's, like. That is yeah, what it looks like. That is what it looks like. Um, he's got some pustules, too. Yeah. yeah he's purulent. Got a, he's, he's got a, a few boils. Did I say purulent? Pur- purulent, yeah. This oh, is the, this is, I think this is the only second time, second context in which I've heard that word ever. This is what this guy's face looks like. Oh, whoa. Can't he looks like that. the Baron Harkonnen from David Lynch's Dune. He does kind of look like Oh, wow. He has got human heads hanging from his belt. I don't whoa. care for that. Yikes. Like he's Yikes. missing a chunk of his ear. Yeah. Uh, Look at that dude. That guy's lived a life. He's seen He's seen a few things, that's for Whoa, sure. There he goes. There he goes. Sam. And <laughs> just, when did you get the shepherd's cane attachment for roll 20? You just yanked him off the side. <laughs> Sandman just came out and grabbed him. About a half that I Yeah, pretty nasty looking dudes. And they're scanning the area uh, when the four of you pop up. And one of them, standing in the back, right. just turns and sees only two of you and yells something out in giant. And the one who's sitting atop the ballista turns and is like, intruders! With like spittle and gross shit falling out of his mouth. Roll for initiative. Oh, my goodness! <laughs> We're taking a fight to the first combat of books. Here it is, huh? First, a fish combat. Obviously, we rolled initiative uh, last week when uh, the ballista and the uh, catapult were being fired at you. That's why it was... What were the noises? Something like that. That's about right. Uh, But uh, not a a true inish. Mm. Let's talk about this real combat. Nesta Coin. Uh, 21 for Nesta Coin. There you go, Nesta Coin. For the old son of Alistair. The old... (laughs) Coin. <laughs> Deathbringer. Always one step behind Nessa. 20. 20. Metronarn. 15. 15. Garbage. And uh, let's get rid of that and get rid of that. Baron. Baron got a 24. And Baron has also misread a rule or, or not taken oh, advantage of something. No, no, How dare you? No, no, no. I could have been. <laughs> <laughs> I could have been even more OP. Furthermore, with Gunslinger's initiative, which gives me a bonus on initiative checks, 
If she has the quick draw feat, her hands are free and unrestrained, and the firearm is not hidden. She can draw a single firearm as part of the initiative check. So we have never needed to ask if my gun was drawn, essentially. Quick draw. Quick draw McGraw. Uh, however, uh, Baron, seeing that these giants are of an unknown make and model, is going to wait to draw. He still has quick draw, so he's just going to do it at a certain point. Okay. All right. Um, that's very cool. I was hoping it was a rule that was going to benefit me. No. And not no. you, but uh, Sorry, not so much. Okay. What I roll in the Titanian fight? Three natural 20s on initiative? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I rolled one in this one as well. So, oh, God. I am red hot since we came back from the break. This blue dye is, it might need to be taken away. I have stopped using neon green, almost exclusively using um, this. I haven't named it yet, but it's uh, Cat's Teely Eye. McGee. Cat's Eye Blue or Teely McGee. Um, <laughs> Captain in the Teal. You should Captain in the Teal. Captain in the Teal. It's kind of bad for our brand if, if neon green goes away. It's true. Well, you know, he just he's not rolling well. Let me just throw one out Just there. because of your dice trade. That's nothing Natural to do too. with the dye. Well, I'm naming, I'm, I have a separate dice trade just for neon green that's harder and, and oh. supports his weight a little bit better. Wow. And Real still, problems. I just threw it out there for the hell of it. Natty 2. Right here with this guy, Natty 14. That's can, what I'm saying. Can better we, die. Can we name this new die Allie McTeal? That's Ooh, good. That's fun. Allie McTeal. I like that. I like That'll that. be like his, the fun name around parties and stuff. And then we'll animate him with a dancing baby. It'll be great. <laughs> oh, it's a different time, Grant. The 90s. Uh, okay. Uno momento, por favor. Who's visible? Uh... Baron. <laughs> <laughs> and there are seven metros. Huh? And there are seven metros. <laughs> you gonna be alright? As a move action. <laughs> the uh, badass looking dude whose uh, headshot I showed you. Oh, he's the one who happened to get a natural twin zone. Nat. 20. Really shocking yeah. that, that that happened. Telling you, I know you don't believe me. Uh, I don't fudge you. Uh, I also don't think I did. I went into this assuming a natural twenty would not mean I went first, but uh, it did. Move action! He just whoop, 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 whips around the ballista at you guys. Oh no! Oh, Get the hell out of Come here! On, you man. see it move with ease as smoke comes flying out the chimney. I wanted to do point-blank shot so bad uh, to get that little bone to damage if I hit, but Baron is the closest one, and he is at 35 feet instead of 30, so I can't do point-blank shot. However, I can fire a fucking heavy ballista at you uh, at close range against your flat-footed <laughs> and AC. And before you do, I also have the right to do a gunslinger's dodge. I believe. <laughs> 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 when a rage attack is made against the gunslinger, she can spend one grit point to move five feet as a medium action, doing so as a plus two AC. Uh, or I can drop to the ground and get a plus four bonus. Only perform this deed while wearing medium or light armor, which I am. Yep. Okay. So I believe I can do it uh, before I go. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's an immediate action. Yep. For yeah. it's happening simultaneously. It is. Yes, yes. What do you want to do, the uh, dodge or the, the drop? I'm going to do the dodge because I'd like to be able to move in case Metro doesn't decide to teleport us. So, Show me your five-foot step. 
Certainly. Um, so he will presume to know uh, where the folks are because we were in order. So he's going to just step. Actually, he's going to step straight out. So he's still touching Metro. Okay. Here comes the ballista. You have a plus two to your AC. However, it is your flat-footed AC. And is this from a giant subtype? Uh, yes, he okay. is uh, a, a giant subtype. Um, however, the... Sort of collapsed against his microphone. <laughs> Joe's falling. Here we go. It's very late. Oh. Yes! 26 flat. Miss. Oh. Boom salad. Oh. Yeah. Was it even close? That's what you get for firing a ballista point <laughs> yeah. blank on the same platform. Get out of here. I had a real chance to hit. Don't forget, you're, you're still pretty far away. It's a huge tower uh, width-wise. You were very close. Okay, I thought I might be. I mean, I rolled garbage. What happens if you hit him? He should get straight up knocked <laughs> off the tower. Yeah. Flies into the next it's like Helm's Deep, that guy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Can you yeah. picture this, though? You've seen what the giant looks like. Just whips it around so fast. Steam sputtering out the side. And just... Oh. This is like a, like a midway through the game Ninja Gaiden boss. Like, this is terrifying and would be so hard to do in real life. Yeah. Very, yeah. very cool already. Uh, well, obviously, I would have liked to hit, but I'm just happy that it happened. Baron... <laughs> Can Baron do a check outside of giant type to see what's going on with like what seem to be pustules and gross stuff happening? Religion check maybe on them or um, local I can also do, but it's, it's going to be knowledge local as they are uh, giants. 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 Uh, 16. Do I learn anything? 16 knowledge local. You've never seen anything like these. Hmm. They're okay. just gross. They okay. look diseased. Baron will uh, quick draw out the weapon he just resaw, resized, which he has dubbed Dawn Strike. Oh, yes. you called World's End Dawn Strike? I did because it's the it's com- reforged. I like it. The gun reforged. The- Dawn Strike. <laughs> The this is Angel's Forge of the Shards of Nas Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Hit that nerds button. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's the The range on Dawn Strike is 40 because the uh, amber tendrils of the morning sun reach further than his normal gun. And luckily, uh, he cast a. Uh, Long shot before he got up there, so this giant is 45 feet away, so he will be hitting against touch AC. But before he does so, he will swift action cast Giant's Bane on the weapon. Oh, oh Swifty. So this is the first round, so keep me honest here. Here we go. Full okay. attack action. Um, let me turn on rapid shot and turn off uh, point blank. Okay. And did you have to use any grit for this or no? This is all spells and now the new gun with the distance. All spells and guns. Sweet. Uh, deadly aim is on and rapid shot is on. Point blank shot is off. Here we go. Do it. Kill it. 26 against Touch AC. That is a hit. 26 against Touch AC. That's a one, not a seven. All right, so that is going to be. Do me a favor. Oh, no, don't do me a favor. <gasps> okay. Reveal something. Yeah. 25 points of damage. 25 points of damage. Oh, tell him damage. what kind of damage it is. Oh, he's got DR. Oh, okay. Uh, 25 points of damage. Fire I damage. It. I got it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Uh, second attack. 
14 on the die. Uh, so that's a 31 against Touch AC. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 32 points of damage. Okay. <laughs> this poor bastard. 25 against Touch AC. Yep. Man. 34 points of damage. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Natural 20! Oh! oh. oh. All right, roll to uh, obviously confirm. Was that my third attack or my second attack? Fourth third, attack. Fourth Pretty attack. Sure, yeah. Okay, so that is a <laughs> that is a fourteen against that JC. Uh, that is a confirmed crit. Oh, oh yeah. my! God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, out. let's kick it to Kim in. Uh, Skovda, Sweden. Skovda, Skovda. What is, is there? A, is there? A, is there an accent over the O? Yes. Is it a little circle? It is. Uh, no, the two dots. I think. Oh, two dots. Skovda. I don't know. Skovda, Sweden. Tell me, knew someone who spoke Swedish. Yes. <laughs> uh, Kim writes in with uh, the name is Oscar Winstrand, uh, and the description is blessing blessing of a rastal, double damage. Additionally, the projectile that hit the creature becomes enchanted with slaying based oh. on the type, subtype of the hit creature. Jesus. Harvestable only when the creature has died. Oh. If okay. the arrow is already a projectile with the slaying enchantment, the creature has to roll twice on the saving throw and take the lowest. Oh, so if it kills the creature, it becomes a slaying bullet? Wow. That's pretty cool. Wow. Wow. So double means quadruple for him, yeah. right? Yeah, quadruple yeah. damage, and if it kills him in this you get shot, a, you get a free you giant, get a free slaying, giant bullet. slaying bullet. That is nice. freaking cool. Wow. That's a good That's a good one. That's a good one, that's really Kim. Good. Do all that math fast. 96 points of damage. Oh. Still alive. Oh, no. <laughs> what a stupid oh. crit. It was so perfect, too, because it was on the last bullet. It was on the last bullet, so, like, it couldn't have come at a better time. I know. And it just, uh, Troy just uh, didn't help. <laughs> Sorry, Grant. Sorry, Grant. It's okay. I'm fine. Uh, and Baron will not even take a five-foot step or anything during or after, and that is his turn. Awesome. I think by 200 points of damage for dodge, you're not allowed to take it on your turn. That, yeah, it's fine. I, I'll, I, I'll double check. I played a gunslinger recently, and I remember reading that. Um, <laughs> I could be wrong. Uh, all right. And moving right along, it is Nestor Coin's turn. Okay. Nesta Swift Action is going to study target against the Ballista Wielder. And then I'm going to use uh, my talent that I keep forgetting I have, Blood Reader. Blood Reader. Oh, right. And uh, I'm going to ask you, the Game Master, how many hit points exactly that creature has left. 23. (gasps) Don't even use a many shot on him. I know. Uh, Okay, so... All right, this is complicated now. Okay, so he is going to instead use many shots again. Well, first he's going to do a knowledge local against the against the ballista guy. Okay, just out of curiosity, a uh, thirty. Thirty. He and his men here are ash giants. Oh, oh. these are the famous ash giants. So he is the one that uh, requisitioned the chain, maybe? Perhaps. Perhaps. Oh, we got to figure out their name. Let's get their wallet. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, all right, one piece of information about them. Immune to fire. They tend to... If they hit you with any weapon, all their weapons carry their disease with it. Oh, whoa. So even ranged weapons have their disease coated all over it. Wow, that's super gross and good to know. Yeah. They just ooze out over their arrows. Yeah, so it covers everything. Now, what's weird is, like, this guy is gross, but he's, like, different than the other ones. Um, But, yeah, they're all... uh, they were all pretty gross. Wow. <laughs> Just their things are popping on them as they're walking towards you and arming themselves, and uh, it's leaking out all over their weapons. Okay. Well, he, Nestor, is, just to keep things simple, he is going to go ahead and do a many shot against him just to make sure that he goes down. Uh, natural 20. <gasps> natural 20. Oh, roll to confirm. <laughs> okay. Oh. Wasted crit. Uh, that is uh, that is a thirty nine to confirm. <laughs> that is confirmed crit. Uh, read the crit just for the heck of it, in case it has anything like you inspire your allies, because he is very very dead. Oh man, you don't even need to roll the damage unless you I was want so to know. close. Uh, oh. All right, this one, uh, Ken from Joliet, Illinois. Uh, look out, wingnut. Ooh. You not only hit your target, you also wing his his or her closest ally with the Ooh, deflection. That's why I asked. Double damage to the target and normal damage to the ally. This normal damage is not doubled for a times three weapon. It is just normal damage. The ally is also shaken for one round. Oh, mm. okay. Uh, okay. So it is triple damage on the target, which is irrelevant. He's dead, but it is normal damage. To the tar- the ally. Okay, so that is he's dead, and then the other guy takes uh, thirty four points of damage from the other arrow. Thirty four points of damage, and he's shaken. And he's shaken. Yeah. Whose idea was the dimension door up here? All right, Matthews. Bottle cap. Yeah. Nice. I'll tell you why. If you approach this tower any other way. This guy is so much more prepared for you and can just... This fight would have gone, at least for him, he would have been up so much longer and would have made your life a living hell. But because you snuck up here and were able to get the charge, uh, you know, all these attacks off, you were able to take him out and neutralize a pretty powerful villain. Yeah, dude, he's one of the lieutenants. Dude, it's it's like... Oh, this is the guy? I think think? so. I think so. I could be wrong. It's like in Total War when you get your uh, cavalry behind like a high-powered siege unit from behind. And yeah, yeah. Been harassing your units all game. Yep. Finally, yeah, it's like, ah! Yeah, charge in. <sighs> Cut them down. I believe I have two bottle caps now, don't I? Uh, we have reset bottle caps over the break because no one No, kept he got one there. since the break. I got since one we since came the back break. from the break. I've reset those as well. So we, <laughs> New Year, Matthew. You can't hoard caps. Um, I think you gave me a bottle cap for the Dimension Door the last uh, with, the, with the King Tartarian fight. It's yeah, I think I did. That was pretty cool too. Well, listen, you're you're a good player. Oh, like, wow! Thanks, Troy. Wow! You, know, you, you make you make good decisions. You make good decisions. You get bottle caps. 
Um, I think fewer of Matthew. I think I got it wrong. <laughs> I think fewer of him as well. Uh, Nestor still got like nineteen attacks. I still I have two left, so okay. I'm going. So I, I I do not get my studied target bonus against this guy. I'm going to fire second shot into the one I just okay. hit, and you got a clear shot on him because even though that ballista platform is fifteen feet up, whereas Nestor is standing, he gets a nice clean shot on him. Uh, that is a twenty-five to hit. Twenty-five against regular AC. That's a miss on that dude. He's flat-footed. That is a hit on okay. that dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Flat-footed. Uh, Check it and see. see. You lost uh, your bonus. Two <laughs> <laughs> uh, That is 26 points of damage on okay. him. And then my final attack on that guy. Ooh. That is a that is a twenty six to hit. Twenty six hits is flat footed. That's for Shao. Okay, uh, thirty more points of damage. Thirty more points of damage. That guy get uh, roughed up a little bit. He still looked pretty good though. And it is Talgrit's turn unless Nestor wanted to take a five foot step anywhere. Nestor is going. Yeah, he is going to take a five foot step back towards Metra. Five foot step back towards Metra. All right, now it is Dalkrith Deathbringer's turn. Uh, all right, uh, Dalkrith is going to just move into the melee here. Um, what do these lines mean? The, the concentric circles that I'm looking at. Are they? Um, can I just get up there? Can I just like s- s- walk, move? Yeah. The only thing you would have to climb is if you want to get up on the uh, the wooden platform. Okay. Okay, that's a fifteen. That's fifteen feet. All right. So then he's going to double move and draw his giant's bane short sword as he does. Okay. Uh, and just get right up next to uh, one of the remaining giants. Okay. Uh, now he is wielding a crossbow. Is that right? Uh, right now he doesn't have any weapon out. Okay. Because they were uh, well. Let me see. It didn't seem like they were surprised yeah. per se because we didn't get a surprise round. Even right. though we just appeared right in front of them. Right, even though no we warning. were aware of them and they right, were not yeah, aware so of us. They uh, they don't have their weapons drawn, I will say. Okay. Because they were working uh, the siege engine, so they needed both their hands to do that. Okay, so uh, Dolgrith is just going to double move up, draw his weapon out, and get in melee with this guy who doesn't know that he is there. Uh, I can right, also invisible. Yeah, and I'm not going to roll a stealth check because he just he's moving full speed, so... But if the guy, you know, maybe the guy still doesn't know he's there. You still get a plus 20 to your stealth. I know, it's so weird. Never know how Do you want to roll a stealth to see if he hears you coming? Because you you get, you get, you take a minus if by double double moving to your stealth, you know what I mean? You but take I don't a know what the minus here. is, so I wasn't even going to roll it. Well, just minus open up. 10, is it? It's, there's a million different things that can change what your, uh, <clears throat> your stealth bonuses and penalties are. Yeah, it's opposed by perception, uh, might be a minus 10 if you're it's something if you're standing uh, moving at half well you still get a plus 20 bonus on stealth checks if you're moving (laughs) pretty pretty darn good uh oh so under invisibility dc modifier here we go moving at full speed minus 10 you cannot stealth if you're not invisible but here Mm -hmm. with invisibility you can't okay so it's minus 10 yeah and plus 20 so plus 10 overall. Plus 10. All right, so roll a stealth check. Plus 10. Uh, okay, then that is 50. 
50. <laughs> All right. Glad we looked at it. <laughs> what a waste <laughs> of time. Can we time. just... <laughs> 50. <laughs> and what did we learn? Uh, all right, so Dagger just sneaks up there like a boss. Um, oh, well, yeah, no, it is 50. And wow. no one can hear him wow. from miles just away. Just about to knock it down to 40, but it is actually 50. That is phenomenal. Did you say anything to your buddies before you walked away? Uh, Watch this. <laughs> well, yeah, I said, uh, you know, I'm going for the one on the right. Uh, he says uh, under his breath and then charges off to the one on the right. Metro can see him. Oh, Matt, right. right. Yeah. I can see all. Speaking of Metro. Take down the others, Baron. Nestor, take down the others. I'll take care of this one on the right. Metro, it's your turn. All right. Let's try a little experiment. Since we didn't, we didn't learn a lot, uh, I will say, from knowing what kind of giant what kind of giants they are. Um, but let's find the spot here. There was a spot that could do it. There, I'm going to cast a fireball. There it is. It's going to... Oh, classic. It's going to land right here where I'm pinging on the map, which is kind of between all four of them, uh, and will exclude Dogriff from uh, its explosion. What's its radius? 20 feet. Yeah, I think it got me. Uh, well, no, the guy next to the one that fell is 30 feet away from that. Oh, I guess his lower foot is 20. He's a large creature. You got all four of them. Okay. <laughs> That's so, amazing. Awesome. Please roll. Each of them should please roll a reflex save while I roll 10d6. Okay, and you're just detonating it on the ground, basically? Or in the air, really. Okay. Um, you can pick any point in space. What was it, a fireball? Fireball, yep. Okay. Yeah, it's, you shoot a little pearl and then it explodes. Explodes. Okay, uh, four reflex saves. Yep. All right, we'll start the one up top near uh, 19, uh, near that, the fallen foe. That is it exactly. Okay. Uh, the one below him, uh, 21. Pass. The one at the bottem near the catapult, uh, 23. Dude, oh, these guys Jesus. have reflexes. Yeah, reflexes. And the one next oh, to they, dog range. Uh 21. Okay, so everyone all succeeds, so they all take half damage. So they all take... That scared the shit out of me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it sounded like the back of the studio just exploded. <laughs> so they all take 18 points of damage. 18 points of a fire Not damage. Not bad. Not bad. Okay. How many D6 was that? 10 D6. 10 D6. Maxed out. That's pretty good. It is pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty. Yeah. I rolled above. I rolled above uh, the average. Do you want to move it all? No, I'll stay right. You'll stay right there? Okay. Uh, it is the Ash Giants' turn. The remaining Ash Giants, they see their commander fall. And one yells, Ulkroff! And you hear that means something like, Grab it from Ulkroff's neck. What? So the guy standing next to Ulcraft, move action, reaches to Ulcraft's neck. 15 feet up. Oh, because he's a giant. He's a giant. Just, I'll take that. Ulcraft's body prone, dangling off this thing. So he is the guy that requisitioned the chains. That Check was his notes. name, right? Ulcraft? Check your notes, bro! It's, yeah, that's him. That's him. That's him. Ulcraft. He reaches on his neck. And pulls off a beaded necklace from his neck. Oh no, rosary. Of which he starts praying, grabs a little ball, yep. and, and fights so fire with, with fire! fire! <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Oh, oh no, no I didn't even, Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. That went so fast. Wow. Fire! <laughs> I'm invisible. <laughs>
Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. On a summer night, Douglas Wagg Jr. lay motionless across a strip of railroad tracks before being struck by an oncoming train. I'm investigative journalist Delia D'Ambra, and my investigation into exactly how Doug died took me into the depths of a bizarre mystery. It was really hard to understand what was fact and what wasn't. A mystery that has led me from one suspicious death to another. Listen to CounterClock now, wherever you listen to podcasts.